It's that time of year, my friends, we have the CES announcements coming out from all of the major players. And in today's video, I wanna cover what AMD just announced at CES with regards to the Ryzen 6000 processors, Ryzen 7000 processors, as well as a new GPU that they're gonna be launching. We'll cover Nvidia a little bit too towards the end because they honestly didn't have a whole lot. So I'll tag them on here at the end. But this is your AMD CES edition of, I guess, hot news, cause that's where I'm filming it. But let's talk about the thing that I honestly am the most excited for for coming out of AMD, which you might not be as excited for, but hear me out for the Ryzen 6000 series laptops that are coming out in February. These are gonna be based on Zen 3 Plus CPUs and be their most efficient CPUs ever. Based on the six nanometer technology, having up to eight cores and 16 threads and the highest end versions having a five gigahertz boost clock, these look to be really promising chips. But also on top of that, AMD announcing that these are gonna be be RDNA 2 based GPUs, which we'll cover in a second, but the CPU side of thing is honestly something that we should be really excited for. However, I think out of all of these, the ones that I'm most excited for are the ones down here, the 6600U and the 6800U. These are likely going to bring the best bang for buck on lower end laptops, and that happened to be the benchmarks that AMD tried to show us. Versus the 5800U, the 6800U is 70% faster in Adobe Premiere Pro, 2.3 times as fast in Blender and roughly two times as fast in 1080p gaming. They're also gonna be suited for up to 24 hours of battery life, which AMD announced a whole slew of stuff surrounding that. And it'll be 30% faster in multi-threaded performance, 10% faster in single-threaded performance, and three times better in productivity in PC Mark 10. With lower power consumption, video conferencing is gonna take 30% less power, 15% less power on web browsing, and 40% less power on video streaming, helping them to get that 24 hours of battery life. But then on the GPU side, so the RDNA 2 GPU that's baked into the APU on this thing actually looks like it's gonna perform pretty handily as well, comparing it to the MX450 and the i7 1165G7. It's three times as fast in Doom Eternal, two and a half times in CSGO versus the i7. 80% faster in Fortnite, 60% faster in Watch Dogs Legion, 40% faster in The Witcher 3, and 20% faster in Dota 2, with a whole lot of other games also being compared to the previous generation on the 5800U. 2.1 times as fast in Cyberpunk, as well as in Back for Blood, two times as fast in Rainbow Six, two times as fast in CSGO, thanks to both the CPU and the GPU improvements. And then their new laptops are gonna have all of the new connectivity that you could possibly want. USB 4 for 40 gigabit per second connectivity, PCI Express 4.0 to mark a new generation in expandable storage in laptops, as well as DDR5, which likely will lead to a price increase on these laptops as they're supposed to be coming out. We also have HDMI 2.1, DisplayPort 2, as well as AV1 decode acceleration, which is a pretty big announcement coming out into laptops. But the Zen 3 Plus do appear to be pretty good, more efficient, better power management features, six nanometers, new deep sleep states that AMD is talking about, and then the RDNA 2 GPU, which is gonna have 12 RDNA 2 compute units compared to the eight that was in the Vega ones that came out from previous. So not only are we getting 50% more compute units, we're also getting a brand new architecture that will bring its own efficiencies. AMD talking about how this is the first APU to have hardware ray tracing as long as you exclude the SOC that appear in the PS5 and the Xbox Series S and X. On PC, these are gonna be the first hardware-based ray tracing APUs. How well is it gonna do?
do ray tracing, probably not very great, but it does exist. And the GPU is supposed to have 2.4 gigahertz in total frequency. And they're expecting to have over 200 premium systems that are gonna launch with either the higher end Ryzen 6000 CPUs or the 6800U and below in the more mobile form factors. These are supposed to be coming out sometime from February onwards, also announcing new technology like their SmartShift Max, SmartShift Eco, smart-ass graphics in the laptops, with AMD's buzzword this year being smart. That's that's what they want you to think. When you think AMD, think smart, all right? And we also got a new class of dedicated GPUs and laptops as well. The 6000M refresh, as well as the 6000S, so faster GPUs, as well as more efficient GPUs. The 6850 MXT is 7% faster than the 6800M, which I was just like, what? That's just the, that's the number you want to go with. The 6500M, 200% faster than the MX450. And then we obviously are getting the 6650M XT, which is 20% faster than the previous gen. And then the 6000S, which is kind of like Nvidia's Max-Q, which means that it's based on a lower power envelope and for lighter and thinner devices where we're supposed to be getting the 6800S, 6700S, and 6600S. So the laptops look really exciting. Honestly, based on the numbers that they're throwing out with the GPU benchmarks that are coming into the 6800U. I'm excited for laptops that are going to have tremendous battery life, but then the RDNA 2 GPUs are actually going to allow you to play games at 1080p medium settings, 60 frames per second, hopefully for the first time ever without needing a dedicated graphics card. Obviously, it's going to vary from game to game, but this is an exciting new era that AMD is bringing us into. However, that's not all they had. We also got new CPUs that are launching some sometime soon based on their 3D vCache technology. This is the thing that everybody's been waiting for. Intel launched their 12th gen chips and people were like, hey, let's wait for AMD's 3D vCache. Well, it's here. And the response that seemed to appear in chat and kind of the same sentiment that I felt as they announced this was, that's it? That's all we get because they announced the 5800X3D, which uh, number one, I personally think is a bad name, but you know, marketing aside, we have a CPU that has the Ryzen 7 5800X specs, a little slight lowering in clock speed, but now has more 3D vCache so that it can perform better at games. So it's gonna come with 96 megabytes of total L3 cache versus the 64 that are on the 5800X. In AMD's benchmarks, they showed it versus a 5900X, not a 5800X, and showed that it was about 15% faster on average than the 5900X. So an eight core 16 thread CPU beating out AMD's 12 core 24 thread CPU. But while it looks really good, that's it. There's only the 5800X3D that was being announced and AMD did not talk about pricing, which is gonna really matter, especially considering the 5800X is supposed to sell for around $400. How much is the X3D going to sell for? And then number two is availability. While AMD said that they have the fastest gaming chip available with the X3D comparing it to the 12900K. The 12900K is currently available and AMD said that theirs will come out sometime in spring of this year, not giving us a hard and fast deadline. Kind of a weird launch on the 3D vCache. We're expecting this to be more fully implemented in the Ryzen 7000 chips that are gonna come later this year. But for a first launch, it kind of feels like AMD is dipping their toes in the water, but not wanting to go full sale with this technology, whether it's due to chip shortages, the fact that they don't have it ready, or the fact that they think they can make more money if they just hold off on the Ryzen 7000 CPUs. And that's when they're gonna give it to us. So there's no price. 
there's no release date, and there's only one. This is a weird little launch from AMD. It's still gonna be compatible with B550 and X570 motherboards. It's just kind of a, who is this upgrade for, or is this just a demo of new technology? It's hard to say. But we also got a preview of the Ryzen 7000 CPUs. Lisa Su showing off the actual chip right there. It's gonna get a brand new AM5 socket. LGA1718 is gonna have PCI Express 5.0. DDR5, Lisa Su saying that it's coming in the second half of this year, and they showed off a Halo Infinite demo, which you can't tell anything by, but she said that the chip was running at five gigahertz. So it does appear like we're getting a clock speed increase with this. It is transitioning to a new socket type. So you will have to upgrade your motherboard as well as your RAM in order for all of that to happen. But they do note that it will work with AM4 coolers, but uh, not a whole lot there besides that it is on track. Zen 4 should be great. That's kind of what you should hold off for. I think for the people who are holding off for AMD's 3D vCache chips, there's not a whole lot for you to wait for right now. I think getting the 5800X would suit you just as well, or if you want the fastest right now, the 12900K is probably going to meet that need more than just waiting for an undetermined release date by AMD for the 5800X 3D. But let me know what you think of all of that down below in the comments, but let's talk about AMD's GPU announcement, which is the 6500 XT going to be available on January 19th for 199 US dollars, at least that's the MSRP. Who knows what that's going to be on the open market? Neither AMD nor Nvidia are really talking about availability during their keynote speeches, just kind of leaving it up in the air. Whether or not we're gonna be able to get more GPUs, they just didn't talk about it, so who knows how it's gonna go. They did give us some benchmark showing that it does outcompete the 1650 and the RX 570, which for $199 is pretty all right. It has 16 megabytes of vCache, but the thing that people were complaining about is the fact that it only has four gigabytes of VRAM. It will require a six pin power connector, even though it's only a 75 watt GPU, but the AMD did say that this is the highest frequency GPU that they're shipping up to 2.8 gigahertz in their boost frequency. So if that means anything to you more than the benchmarks, there's that. They didn't announce on stage the 6400, but that got announced by them as well. 53 watt TDP likely going to be OEM only. So you will not be able to buy this out on the open market or maybe only on AliExpress. Four gigabytes of VRAM there as well, based on the Navi 24 GPU, but could potentially be a one slot GPU for those low profile ones that you might want later on. So that's the big AMD news, new GPUs that are gonna be the, uh entry-level tier of $199. I'm really, really excited for what AMD is bringing to us with APUs on the 6800U, if they could potentially translate that to eight, the next-gen APUs with RDNA 2 GPUs. That's gonna make me really excited. It gets me more excited for the Steam Deck and seeing where that can go. So very excited for the laptops, mildly intrigued by X3D technology, kind of disappointed by that, and then just still waiting for Ryzen 7000, which AMD is saying is still on track for the end of this year. So get excited for that. NVIDIA having a really weird keynote where they talked about DLSS in all of the new games. It felt like a game showcase more than a hardware talk or consumer electronics announcement because it's at the consumer electronics show. They just talked about video games. Anyways, we did get two pieces of hardware out for them as well as the fact that they said that they're going to release 160 new laptops with a 3070 Ti and 3080 Ti GPUs in those laptops starting at 14 
$19.99 or $24.99. Not really what people were there for. We got the RTX 3050 announced coming out on January 27th, eight gigabytes of VRAM, nine teraflops of performance at $249. Based on Nvidia slides and benchmarks of this, it does look like it will outcompete the 6500 XT. And for that $50 extra, you will be getting a faster GPU in the RTX 3050. Nvidia saying that 75% of gamers are still on the GTX series. So the RTX 3050 is the one you should upgrade to. And the reason you haven't upgraded to it yet is because you're broke and we don't get that. We don't understand people who can't afford scalp GPUs. So what's your problem? Upgrade. They also announced the 3090 Ti saying that it's gonna have 24 gigabytes of GDDR6 VRAM, but not giving us anything more than that. Besides that, they'll give us more details later this month. So that's Nvidia's side of it. AMD was really the exciting portion of CES. As of recording, Intel has not announced anything officially on the open. So I'm just giving you with what I have right now. And hopefully if you're watching this right at release, I'm currently streaming Intel CES announcement, which you can come join us over on Twitch for twitch.tv forward slash UF Disciple. That'll be linked in the video description. Thanks so much for tuning in to this AMD CES coverage, and I'll see you tomorrow for hot news, my friends. Cheers.